Good morning. We uh, thank God for this day and uh, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, tonight was Saturday night singing again with Brother Jared, and uh, he sung his song that he wrote, Changed. And uh, we're going to listen to that, and then we're going to get into the scripture. Genesis chapter number 22 is where we'll be this morning. If you want to turn in your Bible.
like I said, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, if you want to turn with us to Genesis chapter number 22, um, we're going to get into this. And I know next Sunday uh, is coming up on our Easter service, and we're going to have a, a drive-in service at 7 o'clock uh, at the church um, for our sunrise service. And we're going to celebrate Easter. It'll be the first time we've been able to be together in uh, almost a month. And uh, we're just really thanking thanking God and looking forward to that opportunity to being with you. Um, and I know next Sunday's Easter, but uh, God has really been stirring and moving on our heart. And we want to read this morning in, in Genesis chapter number 22, and it's all familiar uh, to you, the story of Abraham and Isaac. And uh, we may qu- uh, just cry our way through this message. We've just... Uh, um, had a uh, phenomenal time with the Lord uh, sitting here studying uh, tonight and um, thinking about this uh, this evening. And uh, I hope and I trust that if you're here and um, if you're not affiliated with Timber Ridge, Timber Ridge or you are affiliated with Timber Ridge, I, I, I hope and trust that this message... Uh, would uh, set in perspective what Jesus has done for us. And if you don't know Jesus and the free pardon of sin, certainly we want to see you saved. Um, <clears throat> but we'll read the, the text this morning. And I got several verses of Scripture. I'm going to read the first 14 verses in Genesis chapter number 22. Uh, the Scripture reads, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here am I. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I shall tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his uh, young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go up yonder and worship and uh, come again to you. And Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering, laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called upon him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad. Neither do thou anything unto him, for now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, and behold behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. 
And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the field of the Lord, it shall be seen our Father. As we open thy word this morning, we pray, God, that you would bless the reading of thy word. We pray that you'd bless the preaching of thy word this morning. God, we want to treat your word carefully. God, we want to treat it with reverence. And God, we want to pray over it and ask God that God, that you touch this stammering tongue, these unclean lips, and this impure mind. And God, I pray that you'd pour your presence, Lord, on this message for this hour. Uh, God, we, we want to see a lost and a dying world saved. God, we're so wretched. <laughs> We're so unrighteous, but God, we know that God, that you are good. All thing, all good things come down from the Father of lights above, and we know, God, we look unto you. We pray, God, that you're blessed today as we read thy word. Give us utterance of speech. Fill us with thy spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And as we look here, we get into this text, and uh, we see where... Uh, the time had come and God had spoken uh, to Abraham and he told him. Now, if you're reminded of this, if we go back just briefly and uh, we'll try and make this as, as short as uh, the Lord would want it to be. But the Bible says in uh, Genesis 17 and verse number 15, God made a covenant with Abraham. And, God, and Abraham was the father of all the Jewish nations. He called him out of nothing, out of the Ur of Chaldees. And he told him, he said, I want you to go and follow me. And, we, and here we see the typology of our Savior, Jesus Christ, as it's demonstrated and executed in, in perfection and in love. But the Bible says this in Genesis 17, verse number 15, And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarah, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and I will give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of all nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah that is ninety year old bear? And Abraham said unto God, O oh, that Ishmael might live before, uh, before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant with his seed after him. Now listen, we get into this right here, and we see that God had made a covenant with Abraham. Uh, and he told him, he said, uh, he said I'm going to give you a son. He said, I know Sarah, uh, uh, your wife, I know that her womb is barren. I know that it's dry. And he said, I know that you're a hundred years old. I know that your seed is barren. Uh, he said, but I'm telling you, he said, God is going to work a miracle. Uh, when God works a miracle, uh, she's going to bring forth a son. Uh, listen, and a nation was to be born, and we'll talk about that. Uh, if you're following our Roman series as we're preaching through the book of Romans, we'll get into the nation of Israel in Romans 9 when we talk about 
uh, 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 Jacob and, and I, or Isaac and Ishmael, and, uh, and we begin to discuss and work our way uh, through those things. But the Bible tells us here that, uh, that God had a son. And uh, listen, the elect lady Israel was to come through this seed. Uh, and the elect lady Israel was marching her way uh, to the to the pinnacle of redemption, which was the cross of Calvary. And so we get to this place and we get to this point and God, uh, he comes to Abraham. Uh, listen, or Romans 9, excuse me, we're talking about Jacob and Esau, uh, but we're talking about Isaac right here. Uh, listen, uh, which is the, uh, Jacob is the descendant of Isaac, but I, I, nevertheless, I won't uh, digress. But the Bible says here, and it came to pass after these things, God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. Uh, listen, and now we see that Abraham has subjected himself to the Father, and he says, Listen, God has uh, spent out and uh, 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 issued a decree uh, uh, and uh, an offer. Uh, to Abraham, and Abraham surrendered, and he said, here am I. And listen, the Bible tells us in verse 2, and he said, take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. So now listen, God is telling, uh, hey, listen, he has, uh, uh, in, in, uh, uh, he has come upon and entered into this conversation and this covenant with Abraham. And Abraham, listen, God has already told Abraham, he said, now this seed that you can't have, this son that you can't have, that I'm going to do a miracle and I'm going to give you a son. Uh, this shall be uh, the son which the seed, the seed of David, the line of the tribe of Judah, the offspring uh, in which he shall proceed. Uh, so listen, the Bible is clear and explicit. Uh, listen, he told Told Abraham, he said, uh, listen, of, uh, of the sands of the sea and the stars of heaven shall thy lineage be. So God had made a covenant uh, with him. He said, now listen, of thy son, she's going to be a precious, or he is going to be a precious uh, an integral part of the plan of redemption, which you're not privy of. But listen, we get into this, uh, this, this uh, awesome and wonderful uh, demonstration of the symbolism of the future coming Christ. But the Bible says that God tells Abraham, he says, now listen, he said, I want you to take your son, your only son, that only son Isaac, and of course he had another son uh, by the name of Ishmael. Uh, but listen, we're not talking about Ishmael, we're talking about the seed that came from God. And God's saying, listen, the seed, the special seed that I've given you, he said, I want you to take that seed, and he said, I want you to go into the place in the mountain of Moriah, and he said, I want you to offer the precious, most precious thing that you have. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and he saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for and burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Uh, listen, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Uh, friends, today, listen, I'm telling you something as we see uh, this wonderful symbology about the father offering up the son the second person of the Trinity, the Emmanuel, the incarnate of God, the word that is with us is, uh, listen, as God offered him up, uh, listen, that he might satisfy his soul. And we'll read that scripture. 
in the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah in just a minute. Now, listen, I want you to think about and perceive in your mind. Now, listen, three days journey, and Abraham has set out with his son and his servants. Listen, and he goes, and he presses on a little further in the first day and the second day transpire, and then they go past, and on the third day, he looks up, and he lifts up his eyes. Listen, and he sees a place afar off. All friends today, listen, hey, I'm glad that we have, listen, I quote this verse often in 1 John chapter 4, verse number 10, he said, not that we love God, but that he first loved us and gave his son to be the propitiation for our sins or the atonement or the place of mercy for our sins. Listen, and the Bible tells us this in Second John, First John in the second chapter, he said, not for us only, but for the sins of the whole world. Oh, I'm telling you something, friends, today, what a love, what a love that we have that's been poured out upon us. Friends, today, listen, thank God that we have a heavenly Father who loves us, who pursues us with passion and love and persistence, who desires to see us saved. Friends, in the Bible says, and Abraham, he comes and he gets to him on the third day and he lifts up his eyes and he sees the place afar off. Oh, friends, today, listen, as we begin to draw on the symbolism of Abraham and Isaac, when we see, listen, the same thing being demonstrated, listen, between God, listen, and his son, his only begotten son, sown, listen, in the womb of man. Mary, his mother, listen by the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead who came, listen, upon a virgin laden, and she conceived in her womb. Listen, she was a virgin and conceived in her womb. Listen, a man-child, which we read about in Revelation. Listen, and that man-child that come forth. Listen, I've, I've preached this on multiple occasions. Friends, listen. Hey, he was not the answer to our sin. He's the redeemer of our sin. And because he's the redeemer of our sin, he loved us first. He sought us first. We were unrighteous. We were unruly. We were abominable. We were sinful. We needed a Savior. And praise God, listen, that he loved us. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 1, one. Verse number 18, it says, For as much as you know, you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from vain conversation received my tradition of your father, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who was verily foreordained before the foundation of the world and was manifest in these last times for you. Oh, 
friends today, listen, he loved us before this world ever was. He loved us before we were in England. He loved us before the hey, before the Bible was written in Genesis 1. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me correct something for you. God didn't look down through the ages and the eons of time and see that I needed a Savior. He, he loved me before I was ever created. Listen, he didn't have to become a Savior because he saw that I needed one. He became a Savior. Listen, because he is the Savior. Amen. And I'm glad today I have a Savior because he declared that he would be my Savior. Amen. Listen, the Bible says, and Abraham said to his young men, abide ye here. Friends, listen, we remember in the scripture where the Bible tells us, listen, that the Bible says that after they had come together and partaken of the last supper and Jesus had girded himself and he'd went down and he'd washed his disciples' feet. Friends, the Bible says after he had done all these things and he gathered them together, and they went out uh, uh, listen, into the garden of Gethsemane and the Bible said that he went about a stone's cast uh, uh, listen, and he went, bid Peter, James and John to go with him uh, listen, and he told them to stay uh, listen and the scripture says that he stayed uh, that they stayed and he went uh, a little further all oh, friends today listen uh, we see this demonstrated uh, is Isaac uh, and Abraham they got to the place to the base of the mountain. Listen, and God, I'm going to tell you something, friends. Listen, hey, Jesus must go alone. Amen. Jesus must go alone. Friends, listen, I'm telling you something, him and the Father. The Bible says when he went out into that secret and sacred place of prayer, that he knelt down, and the scripture says that his sweat became as great drops of blood. Uh, friends, listen, and the Bible says uh, that he got down there and he declared unto the Father, he said, Father, uh, listen, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Friends, listen, I'm going to talk just for a minute. Uh, uh, listen, I'm not going to divert topic and chase too many rabbits right here, uh, but Jewish custom tells us, uh, uh, friends, listen, when uh, they would pass the communal cup, uh, uh, listen, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, the duty of the person, and it was just one cup. They didn't have many cups like we celebrate communion today. They had one communal cup, uh, and they would pass it from person to person. Uh, listen, which is, uh, wouldn't even be accepted in this time, especially in this day and age that we're living in now. Uh, but listen, uh, the Jewish custom would teach when they possessed the cup that they were uh, to take it and drink it deeply. Uh, listen, or in other words, they were to drink as much as they could possibly drink. Uh, uh, friends, listen to me, we need to understand, uh, and I want to talk about this as why I've said this on multiple occasions, Christ came into this world for one reason. He came to seek and 
to save those which are lost. Amen. He came into this he came into this world for one purpose, and that purpose was the cross of Calvary. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was not making a cry. There was not a crack in his armor. Friends, listen to me. He was not dispelling. He did not want to not do what was coming. Friends, listen to me. Furthermore, I believe this. We preached this two weeks ago in Hebrews 12, verse number 1. The Bible tells us, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. He said, Let us look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is forever set down on the right hand of the throne of God. Friends, listen to me. I believe when he possessed that cup, it was full of the wickedness and the abominable sin of man, no doubt. But listen, in the bottom of that cup, listen, was the joy. Listen, in the presence where he could enjoy the presence of his father. Listen, I don't believe he was asking that the cup could pass by. He was asking that the cup could pass through. Amen. Listen, the cup must pass through him. My sin must pass through him. I must go through the door, the Bible said in John 10. Friends, listen, we quote this often. There's no other in Acts 4 and 12. There's no other name uh, under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. Listen, now the Bible says, listen, the Bible says, and the third day he lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off, and Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again unto you. Look at the language, amen. Listen, now he's remembering, he's remembering the covenant that God made with him just a few days prior before his son was born. Amen. Listen, now he, I'm telling you something, in trying times in your life, friends, listen to me, you've got to hold on to the promise of God. If you want assurance in your salvation, friends, listen, you've got to hold fast to that which, that work that he demonstrated and performed inside of you at whatever age, whatever time it may be right now. Praise God. Whenever that was, friends, listen, you, you've you got to have the blessed assurance to know, friends, listen, in the deepest, darkest hours and times of our lives, friends, it may cost us this body. It may cost us this life. Listen, it may cost us our health. Hey, but we're willing to go through what is presently before us so we can embrace the glory that's waiting on us. Hey, the Bible said, hey, listen, and Abraham took the wood. Oh, now, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and he laid it upon Isaac. Friend, you go read in your Bible in the Gospel of John. Friends, listen, the Bible says that they took the old cross. Listen, hey, the punishment device, listen, that was devised by the Romans. Listen, and they had what was 
spent many, many years perfecting the art of crucifixion to bring about the most pain, the most suffering for the longest period of time. Friends, and they took that old wooden cross and they strapped it to his back around or the beam nevertheless and they strapped it around. Listen, his wrist. Listen, just as Abraham laid the wood upon Isaac, so did God lay the cross on Christ. Friends, listen. And the Bible says, and he took and he laid, oh, he laid the burnt offering upon Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. Amen. Boy, I'm glad, friends, listen. Oh, I'm glad, listen, that we have somebody that goes with us. Amen. Let me tell you something. Hey, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad, friends, this morning, hey, that we have somebody who loves us in the midst of all of our sin and our iniquities and our thoughts and our failures and our demise. I'm glad that he loves us. Hey, the Bible tells Tells us this in Romans chapter 5. For yet when you were in your sin. For yet when you were sinners. Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. Well thank God friends listen to me. He didn't die for me when I was in my most righteous state. He didn't die for me because I'm a preacher. He didn't. Listen I've said this multiple occasions. He didn't die for the preacher and for the deacon. He didn't die for the Sunday school teacher. He died for the sinner. God. Friends, I'm glad that after we're saved, that we're justified. Listen, we are set on the process of sanctification headed toward glorification. Friends, listen, but there is a purpose. Friends, there is a purpose for God's see. Hey, he said, those that are not sick have no need of a physician. Amen. Those that are whole. But he said, I came to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. Oh, thank God for John 3.16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world. That's the Greek word, cosmos. Listen, that encompasses the first, the second, and the third heavens. Friends, the planetary, the starry, and the glory. Friends, listen, he, hey, I'm glad, friends, today that he loves all of us, friend. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Listen friends, listen, I'm telling you something. He said, for I came not into the world, listen, to condemn the world, but he said in verse 17, I came into the world to save them, to set them free. That is the purpose, that is the mission of Calvary in Christ. Friends, listen, Hey, and the Bible says in verse number seven, and Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, my father, and he said, here am I, my son. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Friends, I want to talk to you for just a minute. Friends, stay, listen, I tell you what, I hope after all this is over, listen, and we get to assemble back together in the church in the meeting house. Friends, I'm going to tell you something. It's been said numerous times. The church is not a building. The church is the redeemed. Amen. 
Uh, friends, listen, but I tell you, I appreciate a, a good place. I appreciate uh, the places that God has given us that we can go exercise worship freely. I thank God for the assembling of ourselves together, as the Bible says uh, in the book of Hebrews, as the manner of some is. He said, forsake not those things. These are things that we should do. Uh, listen, when we have the ability uh, to do them, but friends, listen to me. Uh, uh, listen, I'm going to tell you something. The Bible is clear here. Uh, Isaac Listen, he was well versed in worship because of his father, Abraham. And he said, my father, listen, he said, here are my son. And he said, behold, we've got the fire. We've got the wood. But he said, where is the lamb? Friends, listen. I'll tell you what. Thank God, friends, listen, for the Spirit of God. Friends, listen, if we're going to worship in our churches anymore, listen, if we're going to if we're going to exalt and if we're going to do it right, amen, You've got to have the cross. You've got to have the spirit. And you've got to have the lamb. Amen. Oh, friends, hey, listen to me. So many churches, they've forsaken one or all three. But friends, listen where the spirit of the Lord is. The Bible says that there is freedom. And where the Lord is and where freedom is is exactly where I want to be. Amen. Oh, thank God for the cross. Amen. Thank God for the spirit. Spirit, amen. Listen, and thank God for the Lamb. Boy, if we don't bring them all, Isaac pointed these things out. He said, Father, where's the Lamb? Boy, I feel sorry for people today that worship in a church house that don't have the Lamb. Oh, friends, today, listen, I'm glad. I'm glad that my Lamb has came. Oh, friends, listen, I'm not looking for another lamb. I'm looking for the lion. Amen. I'm glad that my lamb has came. Listen, I'm glad that he was, listen, that he was a substitute, that he was a representative of my sin. I'm glad that he stood in my stead, that he stands today as an advocate before the Father for me, as a mediator, that I might be set free. Listen, we'll get on with the preaching. Hey, but I tell you, I appreciate the good spirit of God. I hope this message lodges in the hearts of those that need a Savior. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, today you know my heart. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the world. I want the world to hear about Jesus. You know what? Nothing blesses my heart any better. I listen to see all my preacher brothers and the folks at Timber Ridge and everywhere else that I've ever been or pastored. You know that I love my preacher brothers and I tell you, I appreciate each and every one of them that's standing firm, preaching the word of God, whether they're preaching it from the pulpit to an empty church, they're preaching it from their basement like I am or from their kitchen. Hey, I'm, thank God for them. Amen. I tell you what, listen, when this whole thing's over with, you ain't got to pat me on the back, but praise God, listen, you ought to go take your pastor by the hand and hug his neck and thank him. Amen. But I tell you what, nothing, listen, I, I 
I appreciate being able to sit uh, listen uh, and hear preaching all day long I can hear it all week long thank God for our brothers amen thank God for those that's in the fight together hey I'm not a hey, you know what Paul said uh, in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans he said uh, uh, listen he said if they're not against us and they for us amen quit fighting with everybody and I get back to this in just a minute amen but he said in Ephesians chapter number 6 uh, uh, listen he said for we wrestle not uh, against flesh and blood uh, uh, but against principalities powers against the rulers of darkness against spiritual wickedness in high places uh, friend that's where our battle is uh, friends today and I'm glad that we can uh, we, we can agree uh, on the cross of Calvary we can win people to Jesus uh, on the cross of Calvary and Abraham said my son God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, the both of them, together. <laughs> In verse number nine, now listen to this. And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now listen to me. I, I want you to think about this in your mind's eyes. We go through the Gospels and as we enter in into this Easter season as we celebrate the sacrifice, not only the sacrifice, hey, but I, listen, I'm glad that Easter is not all about the crucifixion. Glory to God, the Easter is about the resurrection. Hey man, it's the day that he come forth victorious over death, hell, and the grave. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 1 verse number 18 he said, I am he that liveth. Listen, or listen, he said, I am he that was dead and am alive evermore. Amen. And have possessed the keys of hell and death. Amen. Friends, listen now. I'm going to tell you on that old rugged cross, I, I, listen, what man had stood up and what man had built for despise and shame and death, God used it for an altar. Amen. Hey, listen, what man had erected for despise, shame, and death, God used it for an altar of redemption. Well, friends, listen. Hey, and now listen, now we get back to this place and Abraham took and he went to the place that God had told him of and Abraham built an altar with his son and he laid the wood in order and he bound Isaac his son and he laid him upon the altar upon the wood now the Bible is silent But it doesn't say that, that Isaac, that he told his father no. And Abraham, through his tears, he took his son and he bound him to the altar that they had erected just like God took his son and he bound him to the cross. Hey, friends, listen to me. I believe that Isaac was a perfect typology of Christ. And listen, it does not. The scripture is silent. It doesn't say, listen, that he rebutted his father. It doesn't say, Father, I don't want to do this. He, 
was submissive and obedient to his father's will just as the son as he went to the cross of Calvary to that place of redemption that man had erected for a place of despised wickedness evil and shame but listen he and his father had set it up listen God the son God the spirit and God the father had erected things as an altar of redemption because he loved us. He took Isaac and he bound Isaac, his son, and he laid him on the altar of wood. <laughs> and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. As Abraham looks up toward heaven with a knife in his hand and he, uh, uh, listen, hey, the only thing he has is God's promise. What God's promise, what God had promised in the covenant that they had knit together. Uh, listen, uh, before Isaac was ever born was what he was holding on to. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took a knife to slay his son and an angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything to him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only Son, oh, friends, hey, listen, now we get to this part. Hey, and Abraham has tied and bound his son, and he's laying there. Listening through his tears, I believe he reached out, and he grabbed his son by the head, and he kissed him goodbye, and he kissed him for his mother. Listen, and I'm sure he apologized and said, Son, you know my heart, and son, you know I love you. But I've got to do this. My father. Oh, I love. Verse number 13. What a beautiful, beautiful verse. And the Bible says, And Abraham lifted up his eye and looked, and behold, behind him a ram. A ram caught in the thicket by his horns. <laughs> and Abraham went and took the ram and him offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Friends, listen. And Abraham lifted up his eyes. Listen, now he is taking his knife and he's drawing it and he's standing over Isaac. And he hears a voice and he says, Lord, yes, Lord, it's me. And he turns, listen, and I, listen, I want you, you remember what I quoted to you in First Peter chapter 1 where the Bible says that he would be without spot, without blemish. Uh, friends, listen to me, this ram, he wasn't caught by his fur, he wasn't caught by his hide. Uh, listen to me, he wasn't in a briar thicket, he wasn't in a vine, he wasn't wrapped up. Uh, listen, his legs weren't broken, his fur was not diminished, it was not bent, it was not disrayed. Friends, listen to me, he was caught by his horns. And the Bible says, hey, that Abraham went and he took the ram and he offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his 
Son, friends, listen to me. Oh, I'm, I, now listen, I want to get this uh, in your mind's eye and then I'll be done. Uh, friends, listen, hey, as man was, oh, as man was marching up one side of the mountain, God had a ram coming up the other side. Oh, thank Thank God, friends, listen to me. At the cross of Calvary, friends, listen, the soul and the sin of every man was marching its way up toward judgment. Hey, but I'm glad as man made his way to the pinnacle of redemption, I'm glad that there was a ram, a man, a ram, listen, that was offered in our stead. Amen. Hey, friends, listen. God made a way. Amen. Where there was no way. As man progressed up the mountain, the ram was on the other side making his way. Thank God for the cross. And the Bible says in verse number 14, And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. Amen. The Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Friends, listen, I don't know your heart this morning. I don't know where you stand with God. I really don't. I don't know what your need is. I don't know. Uh, friends, listen, what, uh, uh, what the purpose of maybe you listening to this is. I don't know your desire. Listen, I don't know, friends, listen to me, but thank God, thank God that there's a ram caught in the thicket for you. Friends, listen, there's a ram caught for you. Thank God that he is without blemish, that he is without spot, that he is the bright in the morning star. Friends, thank God he is the lily of the valley, that he is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the Prince of Peace. He holds and possesses all things. The Bible said in Matthew 28, 18, He said, Behold, I have all power in heaven and in earth. Friends, thank God, friends, listen, that there is a ram called in the thicket for you. Thank God. Thank God there's a ram for me. Thank God there's a ram caught in the thicket for you, friends. Listen to me. Hey, Adam's darling, and it was Sarah's laughter. It was the church's hope. It was the heir of promises, what Isaac was. And God made a sacrifice. Friends, listen, God substituted himself. Oh, friends, listen as they, uh, listen as they're singing behind us here, friends. Oh, oh Lamb of God, uh, friends, listen, more oh, friends. I, I, I would today that you would come, uh, friend. Just get down in your living room, get down in your car, get down on your job, wherever it is. Go uh, to the restroom, excuse yourself, get somewhere, get somewhere by yourself. Uh, hey, Amen. Uh, reach around uh, and cut the vines loose. Uh, uh, listen, that's a possession. And the ram that's caught in the thicket for you, friends. Listen, there's a substitute for you. 
Thank God, thank God, thank God that there, uh, listen, is an atonement uh, for those that would seek it. He said in Isaiah 53, uh, listen, who hath believed our report, to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed, for he shall grow up before them as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form to comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of man, a, a men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Hey, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. All oh, we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Amen. Thank God that there's a ram caught in the thicket. Amen, boy. I'm glad as an eight-year-old boy at Beulah Baptist Church in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Oh, thank God. Listen, the, the ransom was called for me that day. and My soul was found warning and I didn't, I didn't have anything to offer, but I'm glad that there was a ram caught in the thicket for me. And there's a ram caught in the thicket for you. God bless you. We love you in Jesus' name.